Welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Rich Dotson, and my fellow nerd, Matt O'Hara. Hey, hey. Just us. Just two of us. Just the two yeah. of Most us. Mother's going to write a song about yep. us and then go slap us in the face afterwards. Oh, man. Keep my podcast out your mouth. Dude, that was just fighting words. I know. Unless <laughs> you're Chris Rock, you're just going to take it like a man. Like a man. Then do a comedy special a year later about it. Hey, man. Got to get yours. God, hey. Got to let other people know where you're coming from. If you can't make fun of yourself, then who can you make fun of? I, oh, I didn't yeah. actually watch it. Was it good? It was okay. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people say it was bad a lot of people said it was great i just thought it was okay okay a couple when i watch greatness i expect greatness yeah that's, that's a good way to say it like you know i mean i've seen dave Chappelle live probably like six seven times and there's like two shows that were just okay it's the greatest comic of all time yeah when some you lose hey i do podcasts some are good right. some are bad he t- i mean he he tells a story about how he went on stage and was just super high once and he totally bombed he knew it but he had smoked weed with like a rapper before. He's that like, do he's it. like, the, he's like those rappers. They got some strong weed, man. Dude, if I smoked weed with a grandma, oh. I'd be doing a bad show, <laughs> let alone a rapper. So I'd be in trouble there. Right. I saw him during a show. Uh, the, remember that one time where he had to get off? Like, uh, he left the stage for some reason. Whatever they're like throwing. I can't remember the only time he ever walked off the stage. I think that was when the rapper gave him the weed. Oh, <laughs> I saw him the very next show. Gotcha. He pretty much just talked about that the whole time. Right. And I was like, oh, come on, bro. Yeah. Come on. But I also saw him the like right after he got back from Africa, after the Chappelle show thing at Ohio State. He Ooh. played like a surprise show just for like them. Mm-hmm. And that was like really great. I'm so. sure it was. But we're not here talking comedy. We're talking <laughs> dynasty fantasy football. It's just us because Garrett's uh, on vacation with his family. Probably smoking weed with rappers, him and his daughters and his wife. <laughs> I'm guessing not. But... Having a great old time yeah. there smoking right. the doobies. Uh, and, uh, Jared's sick, allegedly, allegedly, reportedly, uh, mom, I'm not feeling well today. <laughs> Pulling the thermostat up next to the, uh, the thermostat, the, uh, thermometer, thermometer right the by the light, light bulb. bulb back, uh, back when there were thermometers and light bulbs that got hot. Yeah. Yeah. So my, my mom would be like, You're aging us, dude. You're dating Did you us. take that out of your butt? I'm like, yeah, mama did. <laughs> Nasty. I never did that, but I have no people that did do that. I'm like, oh, you really took your temperature that way? But like, yeah, you didn't. I'm like, no. <laughs> no. No. Because there's other places you can get it other than your butt. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I've also made a counter argument to that as well in my life. So and it all comes full circle, right? <laughs> right. Is there really another place? Um, no, we're talking Dynasty. We're talking today Dynasty rookie tight ends. And... <laughs> Boy, wow, did that really tie right into that? Got off uh, the rails thermometer. quick, uh, That right. really ties that in there. No thermometer needed for these tight ends. No, these no. are already well-groomed uh, young men. Um, and it's exciting because this class is very good. Very good. Absolutely. Very good. I'm there, very excited to talk about this. There's um, going to be a, there's a lot of excitement around these guys. I think there's a lot of guys that could potentially be difference makers. There's a lot of guys that could for sure be streamers uh, as far as the tight end position. So I, I like this. The depth is abundant. Yep. Just like the running back class, the depth is abundant. Um, I feel like this has higher, more high end talent than like the running back class does. Like there's some guys, I feel really good about four guys. Yeah. Like yeah. really good. Yeah, like, me too. 
these guys come in and make a difference right away. We started talking beforehand, and I think we were, were on the same page, and then it was kind of like one of those things we were doing the show before the show, so we had to pump the brakes. Yeah, you told me to stop, because we got into this. I was kind of surprised by our... We both had one guy at our, as our fifth tight end, mm-hmm. and I was really surprised by that. Yeah. Um, so we're going to talk about that and so much more, because who doesn't need a good tight end on their roster? You know, I, I, I say in Dynasty Fantasy World, it's one position that can really give you the edge, because it's so top-heavy when it comes to fantasy football production. And it's really like three tiers. Like it's tier one, which is just Travis Kelsey. Occasionally, like Mark Andrews will pop in, say hello. And Kyle Pitts' rookie year will stop in, say hello. But right, for the most right. part, it's Travis Kelsey. Then it's a tier two where it's Mark Andrews, TJ Hawkinson. Uh, George Kittle when he's healthy. George Kittle when he's healthy. Darren Waller once in a while, maybe. Sure. Yeah, um, yeah. But it's a tier. Dallas Goddard, he wants to be in there. He might someday get there. He's invited. He's yeah. you know he's not a member yet. Right. But he's, uh, what do they call when you're... You're interning? He's interning. You, you nailed it. <laughs> He's interning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, you know, and I think this class offers some potential for people to join that group. Like, I really do. I think it's that good. Uh, it's probably one of the best tight end classes um, I've probably ever scouted, to be honest with you, since doing this. Depth-wise uh, depth, depth wise and, and just kind of quality, right? I mean, yeah, it doesn't have the high, probably, it, for me, it doesn't have the high-end you know, Pitts type of guy that we had a couple of years back. But. And for me, it does. Uh, <laughs> it does have a guy in there. Uh, it won't be talked about in this show. I'll be talking about Dalton Kincaid on the next show. And you're going to want to turn in the Nerd Herd show because, boy, do I have a lot to say about Dalton Kincaid. And you're like, Nerd Herd show? What is that? So what we have is, is you see this beautiful sign on YouTube behind us, um, the Nerd Herd. It's when you go to DynastyNerds.com. Not only you get the extra bod- podcast, but you also get all our tools. And we have the Dynasty GM. About to get a huge facelift to an app, hopefully by the end of this month. But I don't know. They told me not to say dates, but here I did again. So I don't know. Right, right. Write right. a letter to somebody who cares. Right, wrong, um, indifferent. Um. I, they tell me I repeat it. They tell me not to repeat it. I still repeat it. So hopefully by the end of the month. Yes. We'll see. I am I have it on my phone. I'm using it. It's not done, but it's pretty sweet. It's got some bugs. Um, They're getting worked so, out, but it's awesome. But top of the you know the Nerd Herd, you get the bonus podcast where we break down these rookies and we do an extra show every single week. Uh, it's a good way to support Dynasty fans. Well, it's a good way to support, support Dynasty nerds. And you might be looking at them like, Rich, like, I'm real interested in joining the nerd herd, but you know, like I don't want to fork over that cup of coffee every month because I need my caffeine too. Uh, well, guess what? We have a really special offer going on right now with our partner underdog fantasy. And you're like, Hey, what's underdog fantasy? It's best ball fantasy football. And they have all these other sports too, but I play best ball fantasy football so much. So I'm so much on underdog. I literally have a draft going from the day they open the drafts until the football season starts. When one ends, I join another. I'm in two right now. But how could you manage all of those, Rich? Well, it's so simple, Matt, because it's best ball. And what does that mean? It means you get all the best things about redraft football, which is drafting the team and never have to manage it. Ever. It will automatically set your best lineup for you and you can get on there and just draft till your, till your bank account runs out. Now, That's wait, do we do. have it? Do we have this in the show notes or anything? An uh, easy clickable link? Uh, I think we do have an easy clickable link in the show notes to join uh, the nerd Herd thing. You have all these good stuff. I'm just sitting here talking about how much I love the, drafting on there. Well, yeah. what, what I really love about there too, if you get on there now, they just opened the Superflex uh, League. So they have Superflex Leagues. They have brand new leagues. You can win $2 million. I, I know somebody uh, that won $2 million Ooh. last year on playing underdog, yeah. d- doing best ball drafts in their ultimate tournaments. They have so Qu- many different Quit his job. He's done. 
He quit his job and started his own company. Uh, way to go, Pat. And you know, all you have to do is to do this, is sign up an underdog using the promo code NERDS. All you have to do is make a $10 deposit and you get the Nerd Herd membership and you get to play best ball and they'll match your deposit up to $100. So why not just throw the full 100 in there? Woo. You know, and then you have $200 to play with. That's literally get you to August. You're only, you know, screwing yourself by not by not putting more money down. Yeah, and if you listen to the show, you have to be a pretty savvy fantasy football player. So you're probably going to do pretty well on there. Yeah. I would so, say so. Hey, you get to listen to us. Two more shows. You get rich. Uh, you have a really good time drafting because that's where the dopamine hits. Like when you hit that draft button, bam, that's bam, where, bam, boom, bam, boom, bam, boom, 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 boom. And right now, like dynasty players have a huge advantage on there because you know all the rookies better than everybody else. Definitely the tight ends. We'll see if they can produce year one. So Underdog Fantasy, download the app. Use use the promo code Nerds. They have so much going on right now playing best ball. And if you're already a member of Dynasty Nerds, we're gonna send you a super sweet shirt. Look, Matt's Marin, uh <laughs> Buffalo Bills, mm-hmm. New York Giants, America. America. That's my favorite nerd. This is my 4th of July. America. That, the Raiders one, and the original black. Yeah, dude. And red are, those are my favorites. Actually, I like the Jets one too now too, the green with the black. Hmm. I like that one a lot too. Okay. I like, I, I like phases. I like this one. I like the dark blue one, red, white, and blue one as oh, well. The the Navy slash yeah. Patriots mm-hmm, one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a really good one yeah. too. I have a hat that matches that one. Perfect. So I like that. That's a good, that's a good combo. Yeah. yeah look absolutely. at me. Look at yep. me. Coordinated. Yeah. Uh, so check us out and support our partners and get rich. Or try to. Or try to. Yeah. Now, finally, I don't know how many minutes we're into the show because we've had a lot of technical difficulties to start the show. Yeah, I don't even know. We literally started the show two hours later than we normally do yeah. because... I'm not even going to look. I don't care. figure stuff out. So we're just going to do our show and talk. Yeah. Yep. Let's kick it off, shall we? Let's do it. With probably going into the 2023 season, the biggest name amongst all tight ends. Yes, And is. this is a consensus number one. Some people's eyes still consensus number one. And who is it, Matt? Our first prospect today is Michael Mayer, Notre Dame tight end, six foot four and a half, two hundred forty nine pounds, nine and a half inch hands. He ran a four seven in the forty at a one point six six ten yard split, uh, one hundred eighteen inch broad jump. And last year in twelve games, he had sixty seven receptions, eight hundred and nine yards receiving, and nine touchdowns. Yeah, those combine numbers are nothing to write your grandma about. Um, but thanks for coming up. And but those those production numbers are really impressive. That's what he did. He was super productive at Notre Dame. You know, the number one receiving option in this offense, and he got it done year in and year out. I mean, he's a when you look at Michael Mayer and you watch his film, he's a solid all around tight end. You know, he really reminds me of two Dallas Cowboy tight ends, former Jason Wynn and Dalton Schultz. Like, I'm with you there, man. But uh, not as athletic as you said, Schultz. I said, I, yeah, you know, my last probably comp of this guy is he, he, he reminded me of Dalton Schultz as well, but he probably is not as fast. He's not as quick. So that I think that kind of lends itself to your Jason Witten stuff because towards the end of Jason Witten's career, he was lumbering. Lumbering. And, and that is a description I also used in my notes uh, for Kincaid. So he's an all around guy. I mean, Michael Mayer. I mean, Michael Don't Mayer. Don't blasphemize Kincaid. I'm so, uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I will end the show I right now. I am so sorry, Rich. I'm going to apologize because I did not mean that. That was a slip. I looked, See this ring? I, that's, that's, the other one belongs to Dalton, yes. so be careful. <laughs> I looked down at, at Kincaid on my tabs down here, and that's why I said that. Better be Kincaidin. But I am Kincaidin. But I'm not kidding about the fact that he lined up everywhere, which mm-hmm. is nice. He is one of the better, if not the best, um, blocking tight ends in this. So I think this is, you know, Michael Mayer is a guy that's going to help a NFL team, and he's going to get on the field immediately. You know what I mean? Right away, day one. He's probably going to get drafted very high, either in the first round or high in the second round um, of the actual NFL draft. 
And you're, you're looking at me like I'm crazy. No, I agree. I oh, mean, okay. He, yeah. I th- he, he hundred yeah. percent fits the mold of like, he's going to help an NFL team for sure. Like this yeah. guy's built for the NFL. Like you said, he blocks really well. He's big, he's strong, he's physical. It gets it done. He just doesn't have the quick twitch stuff. Oh, he doesn't have any of that. None um, of it, which is unfortunate. I mean, it, 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 at times for me, it looks like he's running with ankle weights on or something like that. His, he just doesn't have good foot frequency. It doesn't lend to good crisp route running. Um, but he wins in other ways. You know what I mean? He's able to shield defenders with his body. So he does it really well too. He, yeah, he does. He's going to need this, the kind of quarterback that's, um, he's they're going to use him as a safety blanket. He's going to get a lot of, like if he gets a lot of volume, he'll be a very fi- uh, fantasy viable tight end. In my opinion, I'm not sure he's ever going to be an upper echelon guy, but when, when Hunter Henry was a guy that was floating around in the tight end one um, circuit, I see him very kind of similar to him, but Hunter Henry was probably a, a smidge more athletic. Smidge more athletic. Yeah, but he needs that kind of target. Um, that's how I ended my notes after watching this film. It, I literally, my last sentence says, we'll need a heavy amount of targets to be an elite tight end dynasty. Um, do you think he Do you think he has the skills to be? I think he's got really good box out ability, you know, basketball type of stuff. He just is not quick twitch. So he's going to have to have no, a guy that all. either is established and likes to use the tight end, or I think that he almost grows with, you know what I mean? A young guy that he grows with. And, you know, obviously for fantasy production early on in his, his career, you want him to probably go with that, with that established guy that, that really is just looking for uh, a safety blanket and likes to target tight ends. But if he grows with a guy that might be actually better for his long-term. It's like value. you're reading my notes as well. Cause I wrote, I wrote for my, in my cons, I wrote starting off with a speed and athleticism is the biggest takeaway I came away that I didn't love about Michael Mayer's tape. And that doesn't get a lot of separation because of that. So he doesn't, you know, he has a lot of tight people on his hips. And I wrote, I mean, we'll likely need a couple of years to adjust to NFL speed and grow with his NFL quarterback to become, again, to have that option. I think it'll be safe. But I mean, for him, I, when I watched Michael Mayer, I mean, if you're happy with like, Cole Komet, Pat Fryer with output right now, which isn't terrible, but anywhere from tight end eight to tight end 15, which is the same guy. Right. Um, that's what I feel like you're going to get out Michael Mayer here early. And I, and I think you're going to get really blown away for definitely if people don't listen to the show, like draft capital, right? He's going to get drafted higher than some of their tight ends that I would rather draft for my dynasty team because of just what he does for an NFL roster. Like he could block really well. We were, I mean, Dalton Kincaid doesn't block at all. And we have a couple other guys that don't block at all as sure. well. So an NFL team is really going to like him because he's really going to come and help because that's what he's going to do well. He's got really good hands. He catches the ball away from his body all very well. You said he 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 really boxed out his defenders really well. He high points the ball. Yep. Um, he's got a huge catch race. Huge I mean, catch race. Yeah. And what's nice about his class, and I'm going to say, I don't have a lot of bad to say about a lot of these titans we're going to talk about. I like probably 90% of these guys. And a lot of them high point the ball well. A couple don't, um, but he does it some of the best in the class. Mm-hmm. Not the best, because that's for uh, husband number one. <laughs> and, you know, he caught 17 of 26 contested catches, most in his class. Uh, he does a really good job of, he does that jab step when he's running. Then those quick slants, like that helps him give some separation there. Where he'll run, he'll stick his leg in the leg ground real quick, and he'll jerk his head, and that helps him out a little bit. His hands are fantastic. Always catches the ball away from his body. He'll line up all over the place. He played halfback. Uh, he played 45% of his snaps in the slot. He played 15% in the Z receiver. He does. He was asked to block a lot. Uh, should be a fantastic red zone target as well. Could get a massive boost there. He can run the routes. Lots of room to develop as well still. Yeah, and the good news on him, and it's maybe a negative for some of the other guys, is 
he's only 21. Second and, and, youngest tight end in the class. Right. And, and unlike, you know, some of these, like, just like the, the running back class was, there's such a large amount of them just because of all the COVID stuff and guys were getting extra years. We're going to see some of these guys that are older, fifth year, sixth year guys yeah. that are coming out. So there's going to be some 23, 24, 25 year old. Husband guys. one, a little right. older. Right. Exactly. So, for for Michael Mayer though, getting back to him, he is a a true third year guy. You know what I mean? Like I love exactly. So twenty one years old, he'll be twenty two for the season. But um, you know, young. When, when a lot, you of, room, speed, lot of room to improve. You let the athleticism. You know, uh, lumbering, runs heavy footed, gets off the line slow, little to no burst. You know, like more of a possession receiver. Um, can be slow at times, getting out of his breaks. When you watch the film, this is all the stuff that you see. So, but. Then you go back and you look at the production numbers that he puts up. Yeah. He's extremely productive. 840 yards in 2021, 809 in this past season. So, I mean, that's those are pretty good in 12-game in twelve game seasons. So, I mean, you know. That's you the quick, catch there, right. you know what I mean, for me. Because I have, I end up having Michael Mayer, and it's surpri- I was really surprised that you came out the same way, is from a dynasty outlook from a rookie draft, I have him as my tight end five. So do I. Um, right around there, he's going to be four five or six, depending on where everything, the dust settles on some of these other guys. Um, they got the draft capital and the draft capital, all that kind of stuff. But I mean, what else did Notre Dame have around him? Nobody. You know what I mean? That that's so did some of these numbers kind of get um, inflated due to the fact that he was just the safest and best option out there. You know what I mean? There's a couple guys in this class that are that way. They were the number one option for their team. Right. I mean, it's not a bad thing, but chances of him going to the NFL and being that are not very good. Very slim, but, especially, I mean, especially you, I think, with his limited burst and kind of overall just twitchy athleticism. But he did exactly what you wanted to do. When put in that position, you produce, yep. right? So, like, he was the main focus of the offense, and he did produce week in and week out. And it wasn't get beaten defenders, you know, you know, past you know, the catch point. But he caught the ball. He got done. He got the ball field, was getting first down. So, overall, a really solid tight end. Like, right. I, when I say he's tight end five, I think that speaks more of how good this class is. Um, and the upside that I like from a dynasty fantasy football purpose only, uh, that's where this all comes from. I think from like, an, if I was an NFL team, I'd be very intrigued by yeah, Michael absolutely. Mayer over definitely some of these other guys. Mm-hmm. But for fantasy football purposes, not as much, you know, you know, because there's there's a lot of guys that come in that that could fit that mold. That, like, hey, you know, you, you know, OJ Howard, OJ first Howard, round, you know, first, first round, round pick, first yeah. round pick, exactly what I was just big, strong, really good catch radius, a little lumbering, mm-hmm. a little slow get on his brakes, still had a first round pedigree from a fantasy football, actually from a whole NFL standpoint, that didn't really work out very well, right? Um, so Michael Mayer, both of our tight end five. I wish Garrett was here so he can tell us where he had him, uh, but somewhat for a guy that was a consensus tight end one overall. I was like, Oh, I just, I couldn't get past the athleticism and just, I guess the lack of athleticism, um, and burst. Uh, I mean, I've been on my microphone. I'm so depressed. I don't blame you, man. Um, fuck <laughs> All right. So let's move on to the next guy. Huh? Let's do it. All right. So our second prospect today is Darnell Washington tight end from Georgia, six foot six and five eighths inches, 264 pounds, 11 Rich, 11-inch hands. Uh, I, I'm going to say that again. 11-inch hands. And tell him how big his arms are. His arms are 34 and 3 eighths inches. He is... 83 so, and 3 quarters inch wingspan. 83. It's like... And 3 quarter inch wingspan. It's like he came out of Godzilla's reproductive organs. 
It's crazy. Well, Godzilla's got short arms. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's not like that at all. <laughs> yeah. Strike I, that for the record. But he, he got, he didn't get his dad's arms. Okay. He got his dad's size. His dad's tail. Yeah. Ginormous. <laughs> all right. But anyway, all right. 40, he ran the 40 in 4.64, 4.64 seconds. He destroyed the combine. Um, he had a 1.57, uh, 10 yard split. For those of you that are keeping track, a 4.08, 20 yard shuttle. He ran the 20 yard shuttle, dude. Best in class. Yeah, that is really a pretty decent wide receiver. Um, not a great wide receiver, but a pretty decent wide receiver. Dude, it's 10 yard split of one, five, seven, like one, five, five and under yeah. is like great. I like know. fantastically great. He ran a one, five, seven at six, seven, two sixty four. No, he, he did a, a 21 bench reps, which at, with those kind of long arms is, is pretty fantastic by the way. Yeah. Um, 122 inch broad jump. So over 10 feet, the dude, uh, athletically just a total freak. Um, last year in, at Georgia, he in 15 games, 28 receptions, 454 yards, and two touchdowns. Yeah, it's going to be his biggest knock. It's going to be his production. Right. But he really know, didn't have much production before that, right? I no. mean, this year was was by by far the best he's had. But he was a blocking tight end. He was asked to block. And and he's you have to remember who else is He's good at it. He's really good at it. He's really good at blocking. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I can't wait to see him get coached up because he needs to learn how to use his size to block. I mean, he's really good now, but yeah. like he could do better, like getting leverage, like getting low. I mean, obviously six, seven, it's so it's be hard, hard for him for a to big do guy to get low. It is, but like he does a good job. He's ferocious. Did you watch the combine at all? Did you yeah. watch the tight ends? Did you watch them on the sleds? Yeah. Oh, well, well yeah. Did you watch him on yeah, the sled? He was just, he was pushing around like uh, he's like carrying chase uh, Brown through the, you know, the, on the field. Just he, like, he, he shoved it about eight yards deep and it, and it was by far like the best push sled, the sled push that anyone had done, you know, that I saw anyway, he, the dude's a freak. It's like there's uh, like grease on the bottom of that. Yeah, thing. absolutely. Slippy slidey all so, over the place. So for a guy, he was staying low, and as soon as he, he was getting coached up to stay low, and as soon as he kind of engaged that, he just tossed that thing around like it was nothing. Yeah, size-wise, he comes in like almost identical to uh, a player that was taken in the third round by the Colts last year, and that's Jelani Woods. You know, six foot seven, two fifty nine, ran a four six one forty, uh, a one six two ten yard, and you know. They're very similar size. So like, well, you know, Jelani Woods came in. He was a third round draft pick. Where Jelani Woods uh, is different, and Darnell Washington are different. Is Darnell has better strength? Yep. And better hands. Better hands. Way better hands. I mean, his technique, uh, as mentioned, it can be iffy at times blocking, but he's a really good blocker. His size makes it a little bit hard to get low. Um, but he has a size. I mean, he could be an offensive tackle. That's how big he is. I mean, he's a giant, strong, quick. Um, he's got really good hands and good body control. Like I was eleven inch hands, dude. He can just the amount of times that you know he just like sticks the hand up and grabs the ball. It's ridiculous. He made it one kind of hatch at the combine. He did. He made one in a game. Well, he did that too. Yeah. I mean, because you count all his catches. So I mean, he had forty five career receptions. Right. So he, he's he he comes away really impressive. A lot of things that he does. I mean, for him. You know, obviously a guy that's six foot seven for him, he's a little tight hip. So it's, 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 far, it's harder for him to sink in and get in and out of his breaks. Um, so he's got really below average change of direction. And he's, and he's a long strider. He's a guy that, you know what I mean? He, he, be lumbering. he, he got that. No, not, not, not lumbering, lumbering, long strider, long strider. He doesn't look Josh like he's Gordon. moving fast. You Josh know what I mean? Gordon. He exactly. He was a long strider, but 
that's 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 where he equates. He doesn't look like he's moving fast, but all of a sudden he runs a four six four. You know what I mean? He gets by people. He can he can he can blow by dudes in coverage. And on tape, like he did a couple things like that. I was I came away impressed with with his loving chains. Like he used his hands at the end of, at the end of his stem for separation. Mm-hmm. He used a good head fake oh, yeah. uh, at the end of at, at, in his route running. Um, he uses his frame really well to box out for contested catches. Uh, showed really strong hands. His his size makes him a constant mismatch. In a, behind the line, of there's no one that's as tall as him, and and linebackers can't keep up with him. You know what I mean? Like no defensive back out there is going to match up with his size. Neither is a linebacker. Yeah, and when no he gets one, the ball in his hands, like he gets physical. Like, you, did you? I can't. He lays a stiff arm that's thirty four and a half inches long. I can't remember who. I think it was maybe Missouri. Well, hold on, let me see which games he, I watch. It was Missouri when he he caught a pass and a defensive back. I think it was a safety tried to come and hit him, and he knocked him over, but. You know, this dude, he fell backwards, maybe a foot. And the other guy literally bounced about three yards backwards after he hit him. <laughs> it was the most, it was ridiculous. I, I had to see that on tape as well. It must be one of the some parts where I wrote him down that he gets absolutely ferocious with the ball in his hands yeah. at times. And I think he's going to do like, I mean, good seam routes. Um, so this would be really well in zone. So I know you brought up Jelani Woods as kind of like a comp um, for you. I'm going to go a little bit further back. Um I can't remember exactly when he played it. I think he got out of the league in like 2017. Uh, Martellus Bennett okay. came into the league to Dallas and was a blocking specialist. That's all he did in Dallas, right? And Because J- Jason Witten was there. Yeah. And then he moved on to the Giants and then eventually the Bears. And when he finally got a chance with the Giants, I, he produced really well. He was only there for like a year or so. And then he went on to Chicago, 757 yards and then 916 yards couple good years couple of good years nothing crazy but he was totally pigeonholed as this blocking specialist which which is i feel like is exactly what darnell washington was and their the size comparison is almost dead on i don't don't think in nfl level definitely the games the way the games moved on definitely a lot more 12 personnel that he is going to get pigeonholed there and i think he's has a potential to go in the first round um because he offers that much upside but going into this season he was completely that yes he was and and now he's he already he already got a chance and he was the second tight end he was the second best tight end on georgia right and he got 454 yards i think he can go to the i think he's shown enough in the nf at at the college level that the nfl people won't just see him as that blocking specialist the way that they did for martellus bennett i think he's already kind of you know jumped past that to your point I think I think he he might go in as a second tight end and actually kind of get a role and he's good enough and athletically freakish enough to get a starting job and I think be a difference maker for a few years at least. I, I agree 100%. Yeah. They could be a difference maker. When I when I got done watching this film, the order I watched this film in was I watched Dalton Kincaid first. And the reason I watched Kincaid first is kind of obligation with a uh, uh, Fanaro for rookie fever. That's that's the rookie sure. I picked. Um, and I did some light scout on the rest of these guys. So I, I went deep into Dalton Kincaid like a month ago. And then I went Michael Mayer. Then I went Dal- Darnell Washington. So, like, again, going that that preconceived notion, like, oh, Michael Mayer, like, conceived, right. you know, number one. That's what I was expecting. I watched, you know, Kincaid. I watched Mayer. I was a little bit, you know, from a fantasy aspect, a little bit disappointed in Mayer. Then I watched Darnell Washington. I'm like, oh, man. Right, right back up, right? I'm, I think Darnell Washington's my number two tight end. Well, he was at the time. Sure. Kincaid, Washington. It's funny because we're going to keep talking about more tight ends and how this list is going to grow. That's what I mean. Then Mayor. That's why I wasn't sure exactly where Mayor was going to end up. And that's and, and was, I don't know where Washington ends up for me because there's other couple other tight ends we're going to talk about. That, like, And I like Washington a lot. So I feel like in a super flex tight end premium draft, like you want to have a second round pick that like, 
this is one of the guys you want to come away with. I know the running back class is deep, and I know that wide receivers are okay, but like I need to get my hands on one of these tight ends. And all these guys are going to get pushed down because of the quarterbacks, the running backs, and the receivers. So you're going to get good value at the right. top of the second round. You are totally going to get good value. And when you look at his production and what you said, lack of production, he was the second best tight end on his team. Brock Bowers is an all world tight end. Like mm-hmm. he's going to be a very high NFL draft pick. He's a giant receiver. He's dominated since he was a freshman. He's the focal point of that Georgia offense. Right. So yeah, Darnell Washington's kind of fallen by the wayside and he came on this year, produce, go to the combines, absolutely crushes. And he's got a lot of room to grow. Uh, he, has, he runs a limited route tree. He doesn't get a lot of separation, but he, he makes it work for what he, he, he uses little, tools to, to get his separation and it works. Yep. So I'm happy to see that as well. Um, except only 45 career, re- career receptions at Georgia. Yeah. Which is no, no doubt. Man. Yeah. No, it was seven, 10 and then 28. So, he, and he's another young guy. So he's another 21 year old guy. Yep. He'll be 22 right before the season starts. August 17th, he turns 22. Yep. So he's very young as well. Very exciting prospect. I would give him, um, we only have two more weeks of breaking down these rookies. We have the receivers left. So I'm, I'm not knee deep into the receivers yet. I'm excited to see where this all class kind of shakes out for me. me. Too. Yeah. Um, Cause the running back class has a lot of depth. The quarterbacks in Superflex it literally goes Bijan, then the quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And then where's the pick up there? You know, you got Jackson Smith and Jigba, you have Jameer Gibbs. And after that, like that's where it starts to get a little wide open. You know, for me, is it, you know, is it going to be Josh Downs, say flowers, Quentin Johnson, or is it going to be, Devon A. Chain, will it be Tajay Spears? Will it be Shaq Sarbanet? Or will it be Oops. Dalton Cater, right. one of these tight ends in the tight end premium league? Yep. Um, so I can't wait for that all to shake out. Overall, came away very impressed with Darnell Washington. He offers a very good high, a high upside, high upside when it comes to fantasy football production. Could break into that tier two of tight ends. So somebody that won't be everybody's favorite because of the production. Right. Um, I think it's I think his draft pedigree will give him a boost, but that's a big thing because we talked about that with the NFL running backs, right? Like, how's this draft going to kind of like shake this out for us? Like, how's it? I kind of feel the same way about these tight ends outside of Kincaid. Like, how's the NFL draft going to kind of like shake this out? Like, who gets the draft first round pedigree? Who goes to a position where they're going to see the targets? Because when we talk about Kincaid too, I have, the, I have literally a six to midnight landing spot for him. That's going to make like I would probably take him top. Like top right five? after the quarter, no, because I'm top thinking the quarterback, okay. like top six. Like right. if he goes to this one spot, yeah. it, you got to tune into the nerd show because I got so much to say about Kincaid. Darnell Washington is an interesting case for the numbers people, right? Because he doesn't have great production, yeah. but he or has film. he has awesome combine numbers. He has awesome measurables. You yeah. know what I mean? Like how does that all shake out? So he is going to be an interesting case. Darnell Washington guy. I have a lot of up. I, I see as huge upside as well. So yeah, we're on the same page. Yeah. I, I feel like we're going to be on the same page about a lot of these tight ends. I guess if we do a show together for nine years, uh, I've been friends for so long. I mean, I guess we do kind of grow the same opinion. I think the best thing to say is like, we're right more than wrong. So I'm glad like we're both agree. I feel like we both agree on something like right. it's usually it's pretty good. A good odds. Yep. Right. Not a hundred percent. Not a hundred. Nobody's hundred percent. Sometimes we're like, Hey, look at ooh in your face. Juju. I'm like, Oh, give me a year. Back in your face. Back in your face. So um, back in your face again. Let's move on to the next guy, Sam Laporta, Iowa tight end, six foot three and three eighths, 245 pounds, 10 and a quarter inch hands. Um, uh, Ran a 4.59 in the 40. Respect. 1.59 in the 10 yard split. He ran the 20 yard shuttle as well. Well, 4.25. Ran the three cone. Three cone, 6.91. That is 
good. That's real good. Definitely for being six foot three, two forty five. That is fantastic. Those are good wide receiver numbers. So th- those that is good. The broad jump, one hundred twenty three inches. Nothing on the bench or the vertical. Last they year, vertical thirty five inches. Well, I don't have that. Yeah, that's why I have them. <laughs> maybe you did it at the pro day or something goofy. Or maybe I just missed it. Um, 12 games last year, 58 receptions, 657 yards receiving, only one touchdown. He did have a couple of rushes for six yards. Yeah. Um, you say one touchdown. I actually got some notes on that because you know, the previous year, he actually, so with Sam Laporta, who's also really young, he just turned 22 in Jan- on January 12th. Yep. So he's really young as well. The previous year in 2021, 14 games, 53 receptions, 670 yards, three touchdowns. Three. So you say, oh, only one touchdown this year, only three touchdowns last year. Um, he's only got um, five touchdowns total in his whole career on 153 receptions. But to be fair, his team only had seven passing touchdowns in 22 <laughs> and 12 in 2021. So, so, bad. so take I that for he, what it is. I think he led the team, didn't he, in the past two seasons? He did. He's just like uh, Michael Mayer yeah. led the team for Notre Dame. Sam Laporta led the team for Iowa. He was yep. the number one weapon. This is who they, they targeted uh, with uh, for their uh, target. So uh, he's kind of similar to uh, Trey McBride. Uh, the second round pick last year, first tight end of the board, John Mackey award winner for the Cardinals last year for in height, weight, arms, 40 invert. They're very similar. But when watching Sam Laporta's tape, I, again, I got really excited. This is somebody when you put the ball in his hands, he makes it happen. 20 broken tackles last year, second amongst all tight ends, really good with the ball in his hands. 57% of his yards came after the catch last year has a really good spin move. He's shifty. He's really tough on linebackers. He's got good size, good speed, really good contact balance. Yeah. And he's got some good, uh, I feel like some good snap and suddenness in his routes too. Like for, for a guy that's that, oh, that's yeah. that big. And I think that kind of, you can see it on tape, but it also backs up his three cone numbers and all that kind of stuff. He's a former wide receiver. That makes sense. It takes I didn't, total sense. I didn't know. I didn't know when that. you want, and yeah. you're like, cause when I watched it, I was like, Oh man, he's got loose hips. Mm-hmm. And then like, after doing my film study, you, you dive in on his pass, his stats, all that. And you're like, okay. oh, he's a former wide receiver. That makes sense because the way he runs route. He's, I mean, lined all over. He, he runs good routes, yes. first of all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's got loose hips. He's got really good feet as well. It, it also makes sense because I think he's a he's a good blocker, but he's not the type of blocker you're used to seeing at Iowa. And good. I don't like good blockers. I want to go. <laughs> I want to go catch footballs. He's just like, eh. He's you're okay. You but I, mean? I thought it makes sense as well as to be a former receiver. Like the way, like, like dude, he reads coverage pretty well. Like he's always finding a soft spot in the zone. Like, look uh, at him. You got to love tight ends like that. Or just any kind of wide receiver that knows how to sit down in his zone and just be friendly to your quarterback. That's what you're there for. Most of the time is just, Hey man, I, I'm an outlet or, you know what I mean? Like here's the soft spot in the zone. I'm just going to settle here. If you see me, throw me the ball. You know what I mean? That's and he's the exact kind of yeah. person you want to do that. Cause when you put the ball in his hands, he makes things happen. Uh, Gets off the line. He's very good versus press coverage as well. So there's a lot of good things here to sit here and get all uh, uppity about uh, Sam Laporta. I mean, he tore his meniscus in November 2022, but played in his bowl game, so he came back. Uh, I didn't love him in contested catches. That was my my biggest weakness. I, I wrote that guy. in there. It's I, my think this is, well. I think this is an area of weakness for him from what I've seen. He needs to work on that. And I don't know if that's something you can work on. You're kind of either good at it or you're no, not. He can't work on it. No. And, and, and that's what kind of troubles me. It's not as over. I mean, his hands are fine when he's, when he's just catching passes, 14 drops in three seasons, nothing special. They're fine, but they're con- fine, but contested catches. They're downright bad. They're bad. Yeah. So it's, that's, that's a problem for being six foot three, two forty five. It was, 
it was my it's my biggest concern in him for yeah. cons wise because when Cause you're he's watching good. he's good athletically he's good everything else yeah he's he's excited like he yeah. his upside is for me like he's a tough call with Michael Mayer for me because Michael Mayer to me seems so safe but here's the thing but he's got a cap on his ceiling yeah and that's the thing like when it comes to tight end. I'm I'm not here like I'm trying to have babies like I'm not trying to be safe right like I'm going in there's, and there's, whatever happens happens. There's, there's so plenty give of me safe. the upside right. There's like, plenty of safe tight ends out there, right? I mean like yeah, you, you can get those guys. You can trade for those right. guys for nickels on the dollar. Yeah, not pennies because people still want them. But you know, and that's what Michael like. I don't want that guy on my roster because there's eighty of them out there that can literally just go. You can just pick that guy up usually somewhere. Like you can find yeah. those. There's Robert Tunyon's out there you can pick up off the waiver wire for a year and year out. You know what I mean? So Sam Laporte to me offers that upside where I I had him come in when I was all done with this is my tight end four uh, in this class. I'm not right sure. Of Michael Mayer. I'm not sure he's going to make it there for me. And it's the the contested catches. I just. I'm going to have to dig That's, in some more. How about that? He, for him, it really depends on where he lands in the draft and yeah. where he's and how he's going to be schemed and how he's going to be used. It, because it bothers me when people are that bad at contested catches. Definitely a tight end. Because it's not going to get better at the NFL. No. You're going to get, the windows are going to shrink. You know what I mean? You're, yeah. you're going to, your separation is going to go down. So probably, mayor's probably ahead of him. You're then. always, but you're always going to have a guy on your hip. You know what I mean? But he is so good with the ball in his hands. Like he's so yeah. tough to bring down. So like, that's what I'm saying. If he gets so if he gets a draft capital, and he's he's a part of the offense that he's schemed for, like mm-hmm. he's 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 like if he's treated like Mark and well if anybody's treated like Mark Andrews in offense, but you know like George, if he's schemed for in the right offense, and you find those spots in the zone for you, and you can get him the ball closer to the line of scrimmage, he can make things happen. Yeah, for your team, and I would love he's a perfect kind of player that you that if he ends up being in that position, and obviously this is, you can say this about any runner that gets a lot of carries, any time that ends in that position. Like if Michael Mayer gets the ball and you scheme for that, like he's going to get the ball, he's going to go down, but he's getting a reception, he's getting the yards. I feel like Sam Laporta, you put in the same exact position, you scheme for, you get the ball in his hands. Like he's going to score touchdowns and he's going to get that yak after, you know, and he's going to score some points and he's going to find himself yeah. in that four to six range amongst uh, fancy tight ends. I, I mean, I agree. And, and he's young too. So he's got time to grow as well. Maybe he can work on that contestant catch. Probably not, but you never know. Yeah. I feel like that's something you got. Protein. Be, yeah. A little protein. Protein. Some protein right in those hands. Just inject it in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm probably a little bit higher on him than you sounds like. But you, you are, but I like it. I like, I like his fantasy football upside, but we're not far off on the, ev- like the total eval. I think we're pretty close. I think the contested catches bother me a little bit and I'm going to dig in a little bit more on him and I'll see where he lands after I walk. I'm going to go out there and find maybe four or five more games of him mm-hmm. and, and see him maybe in some more situations. Okay. You know what I mean? Even dating back to a few years in the past or something. Yeah. In three seasons, he had a total of uh, 14 catches. I didn't watch a lot of film from last year, but that probably a good point to yeah. like watch a little bit more. Cause I mean, there's that one play. I can't remember what team was versus. I mean, he literally had, 10 dudes. I mean, there's 11 on defense, maybe like eight of them like hit him. Yeah. And he just, just like pinballing, ping, dude, ping, bong, bong. He's like, he, dude, he has a good spin move uh, out there. So he, he's hitting them spins, contact balance and going and get, I mean, he went from being hit and end up getting like 
13 more yards after. It was like the, it's one of the defining plays I watched for him. I'm like, and and like to, I, I literally I had to stop, rewind it, watch it again, stop, rewind it, and watch it again. And to your earlier point, Michael Mayer is not going to offer any of that kind of stuff. And, and no, and he he is one of those guys that I saw him in the I mean against Ohio State in the open field he. He just knocked the ball out of his own hand. Like, oh, <laughs> he, he, he got hit, went away. It, yeah. it was like this. Yeah. And, and that the ball out of his own hand. Yeah. yeah. That was versus Ohio State. Yeah. Like, dude, just go down. But he got the ball back. He picked it back up. He did. And he went down. Yeah. <laughs> just just go down, big man. That was a fun, that was always the funny one, the imaginary fumbles yep. when you fumble on yourself. Yeah. So Sam Laporta, tight end out of Iowa, he's top five for me. Okay. Can I, start, can I say that? Yeah. No, you can say whatever you want. <laughs> you can make him your top one if you want. I don't think I'm I, going to. I have him at... But he's up there for me as far as potential. Because he's got huge uh, high, high upside. Yeah. I'm just... I, I don't know how to rectify the, the contested catch. It's clustered there for I mean, yeah. there, there, there's more guys we still got to talk about I, that I, I feel totally. very comfortable about. I mean, so I said one. Yep. I said Darnell Washington's in there somewhere. Yep. But I think I have Darnell Washington like three. I think so do I. Then Sam Laporta four. Michael Mayer, five. Who's one? Next show, Kincaid. Ooh. But who's two? Who's Uh-oh. two? We're not going to let that one next drop. Show. But who's next on the list? All right, so the next tight well, end before up. you do, before you do, I got a couple announcements. Oh, uh, right. One for the NFL draft. We are the Dynasty Nerds on the YouTube show. We're going to have oh, a yeah. live stream uh, rolling on there. It's going to be hosted by Dan uh, Toomey and Tim Martin. So we'll be covering the first two rounds, the first two nights of the NFL draft, live on our YouTube channel to discuss the dynasty impact of the rookie landing spots. I saw the mock-up of it. Yeah. Uh, so over, it looked pretty good. It should be a pretty entertaining show. I mean, that's one of those things that we've always kind of pushed to the side because we just want to do the draft ourselves. We And I'm glad somebody was willing to like kind of pick that up and do it. And they're, they seem excited. They're, 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 they're really, you know, giving us a little taste teaser. Looks like it'll be a really good us. show. Yeah, it does look like it's going to be good. So. Yeah, people ask us all the time, like, dude, you guys should do a live show watching the draft or whatever. I'm like, Nah, bro. That's yeah. like one of my favorite days. Like, exactly. I'm not here to entertain you. I'm here to be entertained. Right? <laughs> I, I love being entertained on yeah. that day. I, you know, I'm Maximus you know, that day. Yep. So like, we're going to have some drinks. We're going to be together. It's gonna be we're going to have uh, some drinks. And, and be together. We're going to be watching the first <laughs> round, and then we're going to have some more drinks and watch the second and third round. Woo. Can't wait. Yep. So uh, check that out. YouTube channel Draft Night. And then I got to tell you about our friends at FFPC. You know, FFPC launched in 2010 and it's home to the largest high stakes dynasty community out there right now. I know they, they just got rid of some of their $77 teams and bumped those up to a hundred dollars. So hundred bucks. The starting point is a hundred dollars to get in $2,500 max. But the big news here is, is FFPC is finally opening their new leagues this year. So up into this point, you can only buy orphans. There's still about 60 orphans left. So go ahead and check those out as well. Um, but they're opening a new league. So if you didn't want to buy an orphan, you just want to join a new league and you say, hey, I, I want to join a new Dynasty League. Hey, I, want to, I kind of want to join. I've been listening to Dynasty Nerds the last couple of years. I'm in a couple of leagues. I've, I feel like I'm ready to join a higher stakes league. FFPC is for you. And you want to play a high stakes league on FFPC because it's the only platform that's never had a league fold ever. ever. 0.0%. So these are leagues that are active all year long. Renewals, trading begins shortly after the fantasy football uh playoffs wrap up 
They're a licensed fantasy game operator, so all prizes are protected and paid promptly upon conclusion of the seasons. Uh, lots of trade-in, especially sound and rookie draft picks and roster cutdowns. So FFPC is a, a place that, you know, they come in, they treat it, they monitor it, they oversee everything. It's safe. They're protection. Yep. You know, do they, they have a small fee for them to oversee, protect everything, but... You can't put a price on production, right? Like keep the you don't want to trade it, future know? first or enter a rebuild and then have the league fold. Definitely when you're in a twenty five hundred dollar team, right? Like if you're building a team that's going to compete for multiple championships in a couple of years, like you want to have that protected. You got a plan. FPC right? protect, protects that. And right now, if you use the promo code Nerds, they're going to give you twenty five dollars off any team that you go on there for a new member. So nice. check them out. Join a new league. MyFFPC.com. MyFFPC.com. Look for the Dynasty page to view all available orphans and join new leagues. Use that promo code NERDS, and you're going to save $25. Now I'm ready for you. Now you're ready. Um, so our next tight end on the list is Will Mallory, uh, tight end from Miami, Florida. He's six foot four and 5'8", 239 pounds, 9 and 3 eighths inches inch hands he ran a 4.54 in the 40 he had a 1.59 on the 10 yard split he had 121 inch broad jump 20 bench reps he is a little bit of an older prospect 23 years old he's going to be 24 in june and last year he in 12 games he did 42 reception 538 yards and three touchdowns yeah i didn't come away overly in love with will mallory if i'm being honest with you just not, this, I mean, and you can watch, look at, I mean, just read the numbers, six foot four, yep. 240 pounds. He's just not big enough. Like he can be redirected by defensive backs off his routes. He's very thin, especially in the legs. The lower body on him is very wiry. His base. Yeah. He needs, he needs to bulk up his base quite a bit. If he's going to actually be a tight end in the some NFL. Aaron Savale. He needs some Aaron Savale down there, some junk in the trunk. Um, and you know, obviously he's a, he's a decent wide receiver. Good, good run after catch. Yeah, he's good. He's good in in that aspect of the game. I'm just not sure he's ever going to get on the field at 240 pounds, and he, he doesn't offer anything in the blocking game as far as you know that kind. His base isn't strong enough, right? He just no gets, he, he gets no push. He gets actually pushed back. Um, so it is. He's basically a wide receiver right now. He's a big time project. I don't expect him to go early at all, and and he's a guy that could be staring you in the face in the sixth round of a rookie draft and in the sixth round of a rookie draft, I feel okay taking this guy. You know what I mean? Cause he, cause there's athletic uh, upside there. Five, uh, you know, at 4.54 in the 40 just doesn't happen all that often at the tight end position. He's not overly twitchy or anything like that. I do feel like he's a little bit more straight line ish speed. I think that goes kind of back to his long slender legs, but there's tools there. So I just don't overdraft him, you know, don't fall in love with his 40 or anything like that and take him too early. If he's there in the sixth round, I feel okay taking him because I think there's some upside there. Yeah. If he develops, he's a, he's a, it's he's a big a, if. He's a nice bottom stash. Pull him in your taxi squad for two years, see what happens, see if we can you know, put some junk in the trunk. Because he, he is a solid receiver, you know, he adjusts the ball well, he's good straight line, fast, um, good with the ball in his hands as well, yeah. but just about everything up into that point. Like that's... A lot of these players, see, the problem is definitely the tight end position. A lot of those players can win like that at the college level because of size and size alone. And that's where I kind of like, I got a little worried with him. Like, okay, yeah, he's productive there. But like when you watch him play and he, he's getting bumped by defensive backs, you're like, that's not going to work at the next level. I mean, they just jam you at the line and you're never going to go anywhere. Right. So I agree with you. Like he's not off my board. Um, 
a nice stash. And I, and I, and I love to do that in my rookie drafts. When I get to the bottom of the draft, like I don't even grab any of those receivers. I grab running backs and tight ends, like, you know, like see what could stick. Yeah. I mean, and it, that's a good strategy and we don't probably talk that enough. Um, you know, we probably do it once a year, probably during this show or, you know, right around here. But those the wide receivers, the chances of like a sixth round wide receiver hitting is pretty low. But you see running backs hit and you yep. see guys come out of nowhere at the tight end position. So those are kind of the better positions to kind of target late in your drafts because it just has a higher chance of actually hitting. And definitely the way the NFL is moving. Like we said earlier in the show, like 12 personnel yep. uh, and going that route. So with more opportunity for these guys and the fact that they're looking for more athletic guys where now you can have a block and tight end and a la- athletic guy where they want to go out and run routes. That's where somebody like Will Mallory will come in and win. If you can find that role, but you're probably looking at like more so if you draft him like 2025 yeah. to really know if you have anything in a guy like Will Mallory. And, and the bummer about him is he's already kind of old. He's already kind of old. I mean, he's not Hayden Hurstold, who's 25, but there's somebody we're going to talk about who is. <laughs> so, all right, so we'll move on to the next guy. That was a little short but sweet. Um, our next tight end is Josh Wiley, Cincinnati. Six foot six and five eights, 248 pounds, nine and a half inch hands. He ran a 4.69 and at a 1.61 10 yard split. 115 inch broad jump. Uh, that's all the combine numbers I have. I have a 33 and a half inch vertical. Okay, look at you coming you've out. With, yeah, you've been missing us. I don't know what's going on with these verticals. Maybe they. He's 24 too. Yeah, he's old. He'll be 24 uh, when the season starts on 9 8, uh, so September 8th. And in 12 games last year, 32 receptions, 326 yards, and three touchdowns. He refused to play in the Fenway Bowl. Did he really? He had to prepare for the draft. Got to prepare, man. You only yeah. you only go through this once. Yeah. Sorry, Bearcats. Uh, watching Wiley's tape, you know, he high points the ball really well. He has really, really good hands. Mm-hmm. Like, really good hands. He only had six drops in five years. That's right. He played five years in uh, a ball. But he only had six drops. So it shows you how good his hands are. He's very reliable when it comes to catching a football. He line out wide sometimes. So he tracked the ball well at times, too. I thought that was pretty impressive. He has the potential to be a starter at the NFL level. Like, he has that kind of capability. I mean, again, he's a little tight-hipped, but you see a lot of tight ends are tight-hipped. That's why they're tight ends. You know? right. so he, he doesn't. He changes direction poorly. He's not really good with the ball in his hands. Like, his runs or catches isn't overly great. Another wide receiver for being really big, not good at contested catches uh, very much. Uh, contact kind of bothered him. His routes are kind of meh. Meh. Uh, meh. I, so this is another one of these guys that I think is going to be a volume guy. If, if you know what I mean? Like, uh, he's an okay athlete, but... I feel like his hands are good. They're not great. I don't think he's ever going to make spectacular one-handed grabs like I saw Darnell Washington do. You know what I mean? So he's a he's a good athlete. He's not a great athlete. He's pretty good at blocking. So this he's an all-around guy that I think it's a, a, an NFL team will like. I'm not sure they're going to like him enough to day one throw him out there. But he's he's a, like Harrison Bryant. Yeah, I could see that. Yep. Like he could be a complimentary tight end. Somebody you, that teases you a little bit. Yeah. Shows you a couple of things, but maybe who knows? So like, Sounds like Harrison Bryant. Yeah, he's had Big, 300 tall. yards every single season, this guy. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I mean. That doesn't get your nipples hard. No, he could go to the NFL and have 400 yards. 
you know what I mean? Like, all right, Uh, shoot. 400 yards. Yeah, that's that's cuttable. That's not even roster. Like, those are kind of guys you cut and you hope somebody else picks them up and starts them versus you. But but at the same time, those are the guys that sometimes just come out of nowhere and have like an 800-yard season. You know what I mean? Like It was weird watching because I wrote, like, my my last note was like, I see the potential here. Yeah, he could be a starter in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. That's how I came away with him. I mean, there's a lot of meh here, but like watching him, like I could see a path. And then I I even wrote in my notes, I was like, he's a pretty good athlete. He's a good blocker that could be more involved in the passing game at the next level that he was in the, in, in the college. He gets the ball. I mean, he doesn't drop the ball. He high point the ball. Like it's just about, can he get open? Right. That's the question. And I, I also wrote, I don't think that he's a true difference maker, which I don't. I don't either. I think I think he's a guy. So I think he's a guy that could end up being a streaming tight end. He's the kind of guy that I would draft in like the fifth or sixth right. round in my rookie draft. This yep. is a guy. This is a guy. That's not Bing. off my board. But you know, if the world was flat, he'd be uh he'd be looking at an abyss. If the world was flat. If if sorry, if. Kyrie. <laughs> if. All right, so moving on. Can you imagine somebody really arguing that the world's flat? Listen, I I purposely do not engage in those kind of conversations because there's no sense in talking to those people. That's true. And if you're listening, don't write me. All right. I, it's fine. I'm not going to, I won't, I, if you write to me, I won't care. I, it, you I, can write to me. I won't respond. I just won't respond because I won't engage in that because it, I can't make sense of the senseless. <laughs> <laughs> the next tight end. Our last tight end of the show. Last tight end of the free show. Davis Allen, Clemson tight end, six foot five and a half, two hundred forty five pounds, ten inch hands. You ran a four. Is that right? Four point eight four. Oh, that's right. Matt, come on. Keep, you're talking about my least favorite tight end in the whole one, class. One point. The second show's got a full lock and loaded of more good guys. Yeah, one point six in the ten yard split. So not too bad, um, but nothing great. Uh, broad jump, one hundred twenty five inches. I was surprised with that ten yard split for how slow he was. I know, right? So you're you get off the ball okay. It's because he's got it's because he's, he's six have, foot six. He's no, that giant step, so he just takes ten yards in his first step, no and then gear. it's like okay, yeah. Um, all right, so let's. Oh, last year fourteen in fourteen games, thirty nine receptions, four hundred and forty three yards receiving, and five touchdowns. Here's I let me start with something good. Go ahead. He's really good. He's got good hands. Yep. He's got a really big catch radius, mm-hmm. and he's really good at contested catches. Caught 11 of 12 of them in college. Mm-hmm. Really good at that. He does a nice ball. He does a nice job of tracking the ball and coming down yeah. with it also. He's really good at that. Yep. But he's really slow. Yeah. His routes suck. <laughs> he's lumbering, getting out of his brakes, and he's really slow. <laughs> and like that 40 time of him running a 4.8, didn't like us. Okay. Too legit. Might as well run a 4.9. Too, too legit to quit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, don't hey, run in molasses hey. next time. Yeah. Like, some people wear football shoes with spikes. Like his are the kind that run with spikes. And then every time it goes in the ground, like something comes out of the bottom and it goes sideways. So it can't come on the ground as fast. It doesn't make sense. Like he's so slow. He's an odd case. Cause he's like Carson strong. Cause he's a slow tight end. Right. But he played mostly detached. He wasn't on the line as much as he was detached. He's six foot six. He's a lousy blocker. Like how did, how did he ever like? How did they land on him as the? I get because right. he's six foot six and he had really good hands. Yeah, and catch a football. And I'm with you totally raw from a route running standpoint. Um, I think he can use his body to shield defenders. That's something he does well. Yeah, good at that. Um, and he's got pretty reliable hands, like you had mentioned. I 
I, I literally wrote he's a pass catching tight end that ran a crap 40 in a slow. Like, what do you do with that? Crap 40 is slow to <laughs> runs slow on film. No, that's what I mean. He ran a crap 40, yeah, a slow 40, but he's slow also. Like, what do you do with that as far there, as fantasy? Matt, there is yeah. zero yeah. point zero right. dynasty upside with Davis Allen. He's off my board. Yeah. Sorry, Davis. No personal offense, but you know. No, I, I hate to I hate to end on a fizzle like this, but I'm I'm with you. This this was a he was a disappointing uh, I think watch, and not somebody that I'm going to be even advocating. Like this isn't a guy that I would want to pick up in the sixth round. There's yeah. there's nothing to hang my hat on. Like I like I mentioned with with Will Mallory, he at least ran fast. He's a fast tight end. Like I can hang my hat on that. Hopefully he develops, and then there's some upside there. There's no upside with Davis yeah. Allen. If Carson Strong is tracking you down and catching you from behind, we've got some issues. <laughs> Carson Strong is limping behind you. Yeah. He's rolling to him. <laughs> like, he's just rolling to him. Like, I don't even got to run. Like, I'll catch you. Yeah. Carson yeah. Strong has got to be the slowest prospect I've ever seen. That's why I use him as an example. He's <laughs> the slowest like, prospect I've ever seen. Ever seen try to run. So, And I watched Bernie Kosar in the 80s. He wasn't very fast. He was super slow, dude. Yeah. But, you know, can't win them all. Nope. Sorry, Davis. Uh, I said I like 90% of these tight ends. This is not one of them. But we're talking about eight got eight total guys. or No, 12 guys. 12 guys. So a couple more to go. Yep. <laughs> so you want to move on to the Nerd Show? Let's do it, man. I'm Don't pumped. forget, Underdog Fantasy. You can join us in the next show. I got a lot to say about Dalton Kincaid, and you're going to tune in because this guy is hot. Has been number one. Hot, hot. Adios.